shortly after we recorded our episode on Sunday, we were hit with the unfortunate news that the late, great Nipsey Hussle had been senselessly murdered in cold blood in front of his store. Um, the news has broken all of our hearts. Um, we're all a huge, huge fan of his. We're all inspired by him, by his words, his message on black entrepreneurship, his message of hope, seeing him rise from the pits of hell, growing up in the place that he's grown up to see him, you know, create businesses, create opportunities for his neighborhood, clean up parks, create stance programs. It goes on and on. Seeing him do that has just been truly inspirational. I know for myself, I can say that, um, you know, I, I think about his words all the time. Sometimes when I'm bored, I'm sitting at the house, I'll, I'll throw on a Nipsey interview. Um, and I, and I, and I soak up a whole lot and he's going to be greatly missed. You know, I, I had a hard time sleeping Sunday night. My heart was broken. Um, I, I just couldn't do it. You know, just not Nipsey. That's not the one. It, it's kind of like a dream now. And, um, I'm recording this by myself before I get into the actual episode, but I just want to take time out and just really just say, you know, we want to dedicate this episode to Nipsey. Uh, we'll be recording an episode and really giving a, a deep dive on what he meant to us um, later on this week. But I definitely wanted to just say, you know, rest in peace, Nipsey. Um, you know, you'll never, 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 never be forgotten. Your words will continue to, to be in our hearts and will continue to make you proud from 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 up above. So once again, this episode 57 is dedicated to Nipsey Hussle. Now let's get into the show. I can always get it from you later this week. Mm -hmm. B Podcast, welcome back. It's your boy, The Truth. Once again, spring is here, finally. To my right, I have the lovely <laughs> Brio. Hola. I was going to introduce you, but it's oh, okay. It's no, we got the lovely Brio to my right over here, sipping on her, uh, what's that, peach wine? Your shot of peach no, wine? No, I'm not drinking that shit. I'm going to drink my <laughs> Steve's lightly sweetened ice green tea with coconut water. It's some diesel. Where, where'd you get that from? From Whole Foods. I can only find the one with coconut water from Whole Foods. So when I go, mm -hmm. I get a whole bunch of them. So right now I have eight of them in my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> and they only sold individually? Or? Yeah. Oh, right. I saw a case of them on Amazon, but I feel like that's kind of heavy. Mm. So... Well, they'll deliver right to your door, right? I know, but I'll be trying to look out for the mailman and shit. <laughs> 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 shit, man. Hey, Gitche, what you up to, man? Get you Luciano over here across from me. Nah, man, I'm here, man. This is a lovely Sunday. I, I asked y'all if y'all can come on a Sunday to accommodate because I'm going to be unavailable uh, tomorrow. So I appreciate y'all a whole lot. You know, just hoping to deliver some fire content like we always do. Shout out to all the listeners from last week. We got a lot of fucking comments on the Instagram. Uh, shout out to everybody that commented on the Instagram. Uh, shout out to all our new follow followers, uh, folks that, you know, hit us up in the messages and the DMs about um, every week, you know. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. I don't think I give y'all enough shout outs, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, Here don't yeah, just to piggyback off of that, don't forget to follow at the PMB Pod Instagram and Twitter at the PMB Pod. And make sure whenever you do listen to us, please subscribe, 
We're up on YouTube now. I know the videos and the uh, the actual drop dates of the episodes aren't in sync because, you know, we have to break down the actual video content. But subscribe to us on YouTube. Listen while you're at work, um, you know, just like you do when you listen to us on the road, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever. We're everywhere. So definitely, definitely, definitely stay locked Also, in. don't forget to follow at D-E-E-Z Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was following along with that John. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, nah, what? <laughs> man, 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 man. I ain't been too much. I ain't been doing too much this weekend. It was finally good weather. It was what, 76, 77 degrees yesterday? It was beautiful yesterday. Saturday. Man. Yeah. I went out. Uh I got brunch with uh, one of my homegirls, and then we were uh we started drinking at like two. You know, he got the little bottomless brunch, went to uh Mission and DuPont. And um, it was chill. The, the vibe was a little weird because mm-hmm. I've been to that spot before. When I first went, you know, it, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of us in, in, in the spot. So when I walked in there, you know, yesterday, there still wasn't a lot of us. But like I was telling y'all before, the music that was playing was uh, hip hop. <laughs> yes, hip hop. You know, they had, they had the Biggie playing, you know, they had the Tupac. Not rap. Rap wasn't playing. Yeah, no, it hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. So they and it sounded like they had the the uh, Rihanna Pandora on because uh, they had like okay, most of her songs and then like the, uh, the Drake. Sprinkled in with yeah. Do they play for do they pay for Pandora or was it commercials only? Nah, I think they paid for oh, it. Wow. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> but you can tell because like every three songs was like a Rihanna mm-hmm. song. Right, so I was right, like, right, yeah, okay, okay I right. see what they doing. Here. Was they not John dancing? Like so, you know, our um, our count, you know, we weren't dancing, but. Your counterparts were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, so, your Anglo brothers. Your <laughs> so Anglo they, brothers and sisters. So they was they were in there dancing and, and that was like the funny thing to me because they were having mind you, they were having mad fun, but right. just seeing how they twerk and, and how they move their body, I'm like, damn, dog. Like how they contort their body. Bruh, like, like no. it's there's no rhythm involved at all. It's just they be going at it. But they be having fun. Right. So it is what it is. I, I I don't knock them for that, but it's, it's still mind it's blowing how rhythmless white people are. <laughs> like for real, this shit not that hard. Like even me, like I'm not a dancing ass dude, right? But yeah. I can, I can hit you with a two step. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I can I can move my body. I know how to stay on beat. It's just like and that comes natural. We didn't take no lessons nowhere. Yeah. Nobody taught us how Thanks. to do it. Like I feel like black babies are born just <laughs> knowing how to catch a beat and follow a beat. And I knew they was feeling themselves because you know how the girls when they dancing they they look back at it. Bro. <laughs> That's how they were, and I was like, yeah, you ain't looking back at nothing, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was That's it was funny. still cool. It was, it was still nice to get out, and and it was actually good to see a lot of people just walking around DC because DC is a very walkable city. So. Yeah. No, that's what's up, man. Yeah, it was beautiful yesterday. Yesterday, uh, we went to a couple of wineries, went out to like, out towards Leesburg. We ain't go too, too far to Loudoun like we typically do, but we went to Leesburg, which was cool. And I came back and I brought this, um, this bottle of gas in a- Literally. This bottle of gas. <laughs> it's, it was a, it's a peach wine. It's like 18% alcohol. So I yeah. had Brill down there, you know, trying it. She's just like, nah, I'm, I'm going to pass it. So- She took one sip, started coughing. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, outside of that, this week been pretty good, man. I had a really productive week. Um, for, for, I ain't going to hold you, so I'm just looking for to the summer nigga I'm looking forward to vacation Facts. I'm fucking tired yo, this, all the time this nigga Geechee every, every month he hit me about a new vacation this nigga's like yo I'm going ahead next month Line so I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be out of town for these two weeks and then the month after that I'm hitting somewhere else I'm like nigga what so the summer man you gotta take advantage of it facts, you know what I mean facts, facts, you, work, facts, you work during the winter all that PTO you've been sitting on yeah you never hitting utilization <laughs> never 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 but yeah, while I got it, I'm going to use it. You know Facts. what I mean? Facts. I feel it. I feel it. You know what, so what are we talking about today, man? 
Oh, man, it's, it's not too much on the docket this week, you know. I came in with a couple things on the agenda. But the first thing I really wanted to get into was this whole Cardi B situation. I think that's, like, the mm. hottest thing going right now. Um, as you may have seen, Cardi B, one of her old Instagram videos, re uh, re got, what is it, resurfaced? Yep. With her admin. There you go. It was, it, it, was it an OIG video or was it like when did the video drop originally? Uh, so when it was from my understanding, yeah, from my understanding, this is something that she recorded around when Bodak Yellow kind of started picking up steam a little bit. Okay. So was that at least what two what, years ago? Was the live? Yeah, the live that she went on. Was like two years old? At least like two years For real? Yeah, like okay. Bodak Yo, ain't it crazy how people like who was recording that shit back then? And sitting on it. Yeah. That's crazy. Because that's, I think about it. All right, that's wild. I, you upgrade your phone at least every two years. So that means mm -hmm. you've been transferring this video around or you had Since it Since like 2016. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think but if it's weird. on iCloud, you know, you just log in. And no, then. but like, she wasn't nobody like that to Thanks. be screen record. You know what I mean? Like, how would you? Well, cause well back, if, if you, I feel if like you were around in, her and you knew she, she was drawing some buzz because she was on, uh, what's that, Loving... Was she on Love and Hip Hop? Hip -hop at that yeah, time, she yeah. was. She was, was her teeth fixed back then? No, nah. See, yeah. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't old. have taken anything pre-fixed to pre-fixed to Cardi B said to heart. It, no, I wouldn't have started rec screen recording that bitch until after she got her teeth fixed. Because that's when you know she, niggas kind of made it a little did, bit. The little, yeah. the little yeah. kid, like the Gucci. So kid like, I would not have. You know what I mean? Like that is so pressed, well, yo. Well, screen screen recording in general, especially yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You couldn't. It I, was screen recording even available. Nah, it, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I think it just became available like this past year. For mm. real. For real. It's been like two years at least, but mm. like it was just screenshots. Yeah. See, I think I think people are dedicated to just blackmailing people. There are people out there that literally just wait for that moment to bring you down and to have a little bit of leverage. I mean, at the end yeah, of the like day. Yeah, like the people who um who be digging up old tweets. Yeah, T <laughs> TMZ. Oh, they pay niggas for information. So if you're if you're around Cardi B and she blowing up like that, I mean Bodak Yellow when it first came out, it was hot, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and she was already making a buzz on Love and Hip Hop. You are gonna have somebody around her who's her, you know, associate. Yeah, and, and that's the scariest part, like yeah. being around, like being famous and being around somebody, thinking that like they cool, they She's seem sweet. cool, and that that be the one person that, lo and behold, got all your blackmail shit Absolutely. and is holding it against over your head right now. And that's that's what, wild. And that's what they always say, man. Like, you know, when you when you getting on top and when you moving to the top, like you gotta keep the people around you fed too, which is unfortunate because them niggas know all your business. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if they go hungry one day, you never know when that dog gonna turn and bite you. And that's and that's the scary part about this all. And then also with that too, you don't know how genuine new people are being once you when you're introduced to or them. Or old people. I think the old people might be the worst. Because yeah. they seen you from when, mm -hmm. you know, they yeah. seen you when you was in kindergarten. They seen you in middle school when you ain't have shit. And they know all your They know your dirt. original secret. They know who they you really are. Yeah. All the pictures and shit and, from back when. Yeah. And, and most of the time, well, not, I'm just generalizing here, but I would imagine most of the time they're looking at you like, damn, that could have been me. We have the same story. Facts. Like Cardi B's story is not unique if we're, if we're keeping it real. You know what I mean? Like, it's been tons of strippers. It's been tons of strippers that are that want to be musicians. It's been tons mm -hmm. of women from the Bronx. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a unique story. Story is just her her I guess her rise to the top is unique because you don't typically see those people rise um into the into the position that she's in. But with that being said, um, you know, the video came out of her admitting that, you know, she's done what she said, you know, I've done a lot of foul things in my life. You know, I used to rob niggas. Oh uh, well, I take let me slow down. I used to 
take niggas and, you know, have them pay for sex or whatever the case may be and drug them and rob them. So now, you know, the big story is like, wow, like Cardi B, you know, Cardi B admits to, you know, robbing niggas while they're drugged, while they're, you know, passed out. And people are trying to, I guess, make an equivalence to things that like Bill Cosby did, you know, drugging women and raping them. So I just wanted to hear y'all take on that. Um, oh, man. Well, so, I mean, it, it's both wrong, but like being drugged and then having your body taken advantage of, I feel like it's on a completely different level of being robbed and having your material possession. I mean, being drugged and having your material possessions taken away from you. Like that, I feel like probably happens. Well, let I won't this. I won't talk down on rape as if that doesn't happen as often. But like people are shocked to hear that she says that she said it, I think. And it's like, I think the people that are most shocked about it are the people who don't come from that. Like, who don't come from that type of, lifestyle. not lifestyle, but like who, if you are from an inner city, you hear stories like that way more often than you hear about somebody being drugged and raped, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're almost kind of desensitized, desensitized mm-hmm. to it because it's like, that shit happens every day, B, but mm-hmm. not, it's not, that's not to say that like, it's okay. Right, 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 right. But it's like, it has a different emotion as opposed to if you hear about somebody being drugged and raped. Absolutely. And no, I agree with that. And I look at it like this too, the you know, the the male and female aspect, right? This at this point, you know, in this situation, the female is the one doing the drugging, robbing the man. As a man, I may not come out immediately and say, yo, I got drugged by a woman. Right. And she robbed me because niggas are gonna be like, so what were you doing with it? You you was trying to fuck a stripper. You were paying the fucking stripper. Like it is how it is. How like, you let a bitch rob you? Exactly. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure these weren't like broke men. You know what I mean? Right. Like these are probably well established, like not Robert Kraft men, but like Robert Kraft type niggas in our community. Mm. So they don't want that the bad straight, publicity. The, the, the yeah, niggas with the money. Then, right. Yeah. Exactly. And then just straight off, like as a man, you, know, you got drugged by a woman and robbed. Like, bro, come on now. Mm. And that's you know. I don't know. I, I feel it's, like I, I just feel it's both wrong. Yeah, and I, I to pick up back of what Brill said, it's like man, like when you know, if you're if you've been to enough strip clubs, if you know niggas that do the strip club thing, if you know niggas that get money and do certain things of a certain like yeah. in, in a certain world, you hear these stories all the time, right? So when you hear Cardi B drugging somebody and stealing their bread, it's like, well, I'm not surprised by that. And once again, it's not right. Mm-hmm. You know. Drugging someone, they could fucking die. You right. know what I mean? Every you don't know what that person is allergic to. You're not a me, a, a doctor. You don't or right. a, a, a pharmacist. You don't know the levels of whatever you're giving them. Right? right? Like that's that's wild and it's it's a fucked up thing. Right? But at the end of the day, I kind of look at it like this: if you're paying for sex, and you and you find yourself in a situation that you're paying for sex, and you take that person back to a room or whoever's room, then you better be on your p's and q's. Facts. Point blank. Period. Even if you're not paying for it, bro. Like, like it's a it's a, a stripper. stripper. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not to downplay strippers. Nah, but bro. Like they, we know how they get their money. At the end of the day, stripping, their body is their money. Their body is exactly yeah. their body's their money. <laughs> and if you're not on your p's and q's when you're around somebody like that, that's kind of on you, bro. Yeah. And at the same time, too, we don't even know. The extent of everything that she did. All she said was that I drugged him and I robbed him. She yeah. could have had very well raped him too. Like, to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, so, and uh, the other thing is like, we're really only talking about it because she drugged them, right? Because if it was a whole robbery thing, 
Nobody would give a give a fuck. Hell yeah. But then it's like when you're looking at drug drug and rape, it's like first of all, you drugged a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then you fucking raped her. Like you got two shit, two fucked up things going on. Right. And it's like, again, not to compare the situation, but it's just the reasons why the reactions or like the emotion behind like the lack of outrage is like it because it's like I was watching a um BET BET YouTube YouTube channel has this little doc this little series you or whatever. You was watching BET YouTube channel? Is it lit? Uh yes. Yeah, First I of like all, the, I like the I shorts. Know, I, or whatever. I ain't know. Yeah, it's yeah, that's it, what it is. I, so one of them that I like to watch is the Soul Train uh Soul Train dancers or whatever. So it's like Soul Train dancers um it get interviewed and they talk about like random. yo it is Her random like because it's just so yeah, funny yeah. yo but they be fucking it up. <laughs> Um, and it'd be, it be showing like dances from like shit. the different genres. So it'd be like, and to, to watch like the evolution of like just style and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like in it, literally interviewing dances from like when it first started to like when it, when it, you know, stopped being aired. So it was like seventies, eighties. And then dances that went through the decades watching how their style of dance, how their style of dress. Yeah. It's mad interesting. But anyway. <laughs> That's right. Um, I'm going to end up watching that shit. Yeah. It's this other docuseries or, or series, should I say that or mini ser- mini series that comes on um BET YouTube and I can't remember the name of it but you would know it when you, when you see it but it basically highlights like um like different behind the scene things that, as it pertains to hip hop <laughs> 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 but like um so like one of them is like the behind like artists really talking about like the nitty gritty of like being on tour or like mm. um like how, like the not so pretty part of it um, so then it's like another one where it's talking about your image and like what record labels and record execs say to you to make you make sure you maintain whatever image, whatever public you, image you have. And they, they're talking about like um, it's it sucks most of the time because it's like you can't even be yourself. Like when you're in the public eye, you're an actor because that isn't who you really are. Mm. So like nor like. People that you know of is getting interviewed, like Nori is in it, um, Dreezy. Okay. Um, so so it was this one, I can't remember what the topic was, but um one of the one of the main guys that they interview is like this producer who used to be with uh Mary J. Blige. So he's like he was he's been like lit. I, I wasn't really familiar with him, Stevie but J? <laughs> Nah, no. nigga. Nah, no. nigga. Oh, she, shit. She, she would have remembered Stevie. Oh, right. Stevie was lit. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, it's some other... Um, this other producer okay. that, like, would go on the road with Mary mm. and stuff like that. But um, he was talking about how him being naive and he was getting... He was just starting to get to a bag or whatever. So, they was in Miami and he had, like, probably, like, $10,000 on him. He had all his jewelry on. He was like, so when you... When you high, you drunk, you got mad money on you, you start feeling invincible or whatever. He was like, and I and he from New York or whatever. He was like, I was driving around um on a moped or a scooter in Miami. And then he was like, he got robbed or whatever. He was like, then it was like another time where uh this girl had hit him and like, you know, had solicited him like for sex on some like, I guess they had knew each other from like the party or something like that. And um he went back to her spot thinking that he was about to hit and she had niggas there that robbed him or whatever. And he was like, I was young. I was, you know, I didn't know like the rules to this shit. I didn't realize that, you know what I mean? But now, well, not now. I don't know if you say now, but he was like going through it. You realize that like, that's just what it is. Like, 
like don't you know to be smart about it if you're gonna fuck somebody don't go back to their spot or you know what i mean stuff like that so i mean it's like it's like in the car it's a it's a completely a completely different emotion when people be like why y'all not canceling cardi b why this about cardi because it's almost like the motive behind what she did is money it's it's completely it's uh, it's solely about money it's fucked up either way right it's fucked up when bitches scam niggas. It's fucked up when, you know, a girl uh go home with a with a rapper or a football player or whatever and take like all his shit. Like all that shit is fucked up. Like scamming on a rich ass nigga. All that shit is fucked up. Yeah. But the motive behind it is all like survival. It's all like it's money. It's not like predatory. predatory. It's not well, yeah. well, see, it's I, predatory, I, I, yes. I it's predatory, see, but it's not. It's not like. I, see, but I'm I'm not going to get into like saying. See, because then it sounds like this is. I, I get it. Like this, that her and her motive is money, and then like Bill Cosby was actually raping women, mm-hmm. and I do hold like your body is more valuable than money. Mm-hmm. But like wrong is wrong to me. Like you're yeah, yeah, yeah. you're drug. Like he was saying, like you're drugging someone, and she gets money. Like yeah. she she. No, she's I'm, a stripper, bro. Like, like, but, but Cardi B, like, from just for example, like, just listening to Joe. Joe used to go to Starless and Sister. That was his spot, right? But he mm-hmm. would say Cardi was the stripper that nobody really paid attention to. That's why her story is even more amazing. Like, okay. She wasn't, no, but I'm then, just saying. Then, then get better on the pole. Like, I, no, <laughs> no, no, for no real. But, but what I'm saying is that that could be a motivation to taking it a step further. No, no, That's what I, I'm saying. I, but yeah, 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 of course. So but, I agree but it's with still... you. Wrong is wrong. I'm just saying, I broke it down like that because I'm saying, like, my emotion behind facts, facts, yeah, okay. Only yeah. because of like really how we grew up. We grew yeah. up desensitized to cause to be honest, a majority of it is gonna look look at it as like it's just not as big as man, yo, to, to, man, to be you, honest. We keep it, it flat out though. When we say listen, we know niggas pay for pussy. We know that that's facts, common, facts, right? Facts. But when we see a nigga getting paid when a nigga paying for pussy and he gets taken advantage of exactly you chalk it up to the so, game. That's that's just the way I and, look at and it. And to be honest, if she And it's a double standard and it's fucked it's, up. It's a but, double standard. If she was out here raping the dudes, I still wouldn't even feel some to be honest, I still wouldn't feel some type of way just off of how like people we were raised. Like cause then that's why I said before, like the dudes, they probably wouldn't even come out and say that they were assaulted or they got robbed or like you know what i mean because it's that double standard like as a man you're just like shit how how do i go tell somebody that i got raped by a woman yeah Yeah. i mean and i i I agree with everything y'all saying man that's real i i just me i just don't know how to examine the situation Mm -hmm. i just know it's wrong i just you know what i mean so yeah that's all i I mean i'm i'm personally not canceling cardi b because i don't have an emotion behind yeah, the act. The act. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I uh, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, but that's how I feel about a lot of things now. It's just like, all right, well, I, I, I have to... It's like, all right, it didn't happen to me. But I'm going to be honest with you. The same way I'm talking about how... The same way more so how y'all said most of the time if a nigga go back to her spot and he get taken advantage of, that's on him. I kind of hold... I'm not victim blaming on this end and I'm not victim blaming on a rape end, but I would never take, personally speaking, I don't give a fuck how bad I wanted a career. I could never see myself doing a job interview in nobody's hotel room. Oh yeah, You know what I mean? So that's low key. Like I'm setting myself up. Yeah. Because like as a nigga, if I'm taking myself back to her hotel room, if I'm a nigga and I want to fuck 
you coming to where I'm getting the room or you coming to where I'm at? You know what I mean? No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you facts. have to be on your P's and Q's, especially when you start talking about the sex worker world, the stripper world. Like, right. that's a, that's just a, it's well, like a people sub. People in general too, yo. Well, yeah, people in general, but it's different. Like when I use my body or when I use my, my penis or my vagina for money, right? Like I belong to another, like a subset like culture, right? No, seriously. And, and that sex work culture, we already know the type of stuff that goes yeah. on. You're even, you don't have to be involved with like the strip clubs and the stripper culture or the sex work culture heavily. But if you go to a strip club and you see how people move, you know, if use your fucking logic, it's all about the money. So yeah. when when my motive is strictly money, that's it, strictly money. Most of the, I will, I'm willing to say that people are willing to do whatever it takes to get that. So if that means, yo, I'm charging you 300 for the head, well, shit, if this nigga, if I, if I make this nigga pass out, I see him with a thousand dollars, I'm gonna take that thousand fucking dollars. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you, when you're soliciting people that are doing these acts for bread, you have to be on your p's and q's. And I'm not judging a nigga because they from already behind. on yeah. some, nah, they some already on this shit, shit because it's like. It is. What I'm it is. willing so, to fuck you for money. For the bread, so and I so I'm, I realize that like. My life is hard. It's right. transactional. That's so, all it is. Yeah. And that's, and that's, so that's strictly it. If I if I find that you're on a that you're a little bit more vulnerable than I thought I was, than I thought you was, Bruh. they're probably gonna so, take advantage. So take let's this. go to a restaurant. We go to a restaurant, right? Yeah. Go to a restaurant, and you leave a tip, mm. and the nigga say, "Yo, uh, you tell the nigga, yo, bring fifteen back, or whatever." And like you know, they bring you the cash back, and you'll count it out and leave whatever you want for them. Yeah. If you leave more than that, the the tip, the the waitress is not gonna say, "Hey yo, hey hey, you left the extra five. Right, yeah. No, you're gonna take that five and put it in your pocket. You're gonna take advantage of the situations that you're in, and I, it's no different facts. than these. There's it's, no different. No, nah, facts, 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 facts. But hey. I will say though, if the shoe was on the other foot, now I it, feel like the energy would be a little. Well, yeah, that's why I say it's a double standard. But like just taking it one step further, like even if. You go to like Vegas, for example. When I was out Vegas, there was regular, regular people, right? Yeah. Regular girls who, you know, you talking to, you rapping to them, whatever. Everybody's out there having a good time. And then, you know, you rapping, you know, you might hit it off. You go back to your hotel room and then she asking where the cash at for right, real. Right. And you're like, oh, like what, what's going on? And that's just, that's just the norm of that environment. Like right. there's regular, ordinary people. They don't strip. They're not in sex work, but- they understand that they could get the money they for it. That, and that niggas bread. is out there willing to pay. And then they hit you with the, all right, like, yeah, if you want to hit, cash at me. And I'm like, what? Nah, mm -hmm. like, get out. It's, it's, it's like, sex work is normal, bro. How like, much would you charge if he was a sex worker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, let me think about this. I would charge by the hour. Hour? By oh, the man. hour. Uh, you had to, cause no, 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 not just the sex. Cause there's, there's, you know how people like they, you know, I think we talked about it before. Like with the sex involved, does it involve like the foreplay <laughs> and everything else? <laughs> no, we, we had, yo, don't look at me like that. We, I think, I just think you're shorting yourself by charging by the hour and not by the egg. No, nah, cause like it's. I, I, I would itemize all of my shit. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I'm in you. It'd be like a like a catalog, like yo, a, a, I a plus b. I even think about that. I even think about. It. So I would like, give you, I, and I will also have to do like bundles and shit. Like okay. this bundle includes two positions and a nut, <laughs> <laughs> and I get to choose where you nut at. <laughs> you giving out penalty fees if they, if they duck the wrong place. If the condom bust, oh, that's. 
5,000. <laughs> what's your start rate, though? Hold on. What's your start rate? You got, the, I don't know. Start, like, everything would be itemized like the, the nail shop. Well, no, nah, no. Nah, you got to start off with the base. You know what I mean? You, and then build on that. Base is like, <laughs> nigga, we made it. We here. <laughs> so there's a fee just to get to the room. Right. Yeah. What's the, oh, that's the, the booking the, fee. The, right. That's the booking exactly. fee. That's the booking exactly. fee. That's the booking fee. Where Damn. You. you. <laughs> that's funny as shit. Damn, dog. I, I didn't even think about it like that. You're right. You got to list it out. Just like just like the nail salon. Because you can do a lot of shit in you an can, hour. You can do a lot. You're right. Absolutely. You're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Damn. Yeah, I ain't charged. I ain't worth shit. So I ain't charging too much. Nah, you got to charge, charge the book. <laughs> you got to charge the book. The booking fee got to be booking at least. Booking fee off rip. It, it, it's, that's 50 off top. But anything past that shit, man. I'll take whatever you try to throw. Fuck it. That's funny. <laughs> that's for time. You going you gonna to come out negative, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's funny. That's funny. Y'all crazy. But nah, I think that was well-rounded conversation. I feel like we, we hit on all topics. So all in all, Cardi B not getting canceled. I don't know if you heard no different. I was listening to another podcast earlier and they were talking about how we would go on Vlad and we hear rappers talking about the niggas that they robbed and shot and all kind of wild shit. And we just don't think twice about it. We don't think twice about it. So why in this situation we're thinking twice about it? Me personally, like I said, it's, it's just the drugging aspect. I think, you know, with the, the drugging thing, I mean, niggas could die. Like, that, that shit is a little... I don't... I mean, I haven't really... You know, I don't really be on Instagram like that. Yeah. But I'm from what I recall, I don't remember Shade Room ever talking about it. I don't remember it either. And I think that she, the, 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 the Cardi, yeah. Oh, okay. And I think I think from like a long time ago, Car, uh, she threatened the Shade Room and she told them not to post her no more. Well, like a long time ago, or whatever. So they don't talk about Cardi B no more. Right. And so I think that that's probably helping out a lot too because. Nine times out of ten, niggas going to the shade room to get that that gossip. I'm not going to like Hollywood Unlocked or like media. I'm not going to none of... I'm only going to the shade room to catch up. So if it's not there for people to talk about it, then it's going to go away a lot faster than... They were having like the the hashtag, like the surviving Cardi B. Yeah, but but I didn't even see that. I feel like that's more heavy on like Twitter and shit. Yeah, it was on Twitter. And and I feel like Twitter is like the the very little brother to... What's Instagram. really going on on Instagram? Because of the yeah. visuals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you go to Twitter to joke about it, but niggas not overly talking yeah. about it for the, real. Yeah, the, I mean, the United Black News sources. <laughs> Shade Exa- room. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all still use Worldstar? No, like, I, yeah, I haven't, I I haven't been on Worldstar in years, bro. Oh. Okay. Worldstar has always been like way too negative. Yeah, my life changed. My life mm-hmm. changed when I started going to Android. I just feel more godly because... <laughs> It was too much. It was too, it's too much on that shit, yeah. bro. It's too much. You know, and even now, Twitter, like, it's going into our next topic, man. Like, Twitter has been kind of become a world star. Like, we all know spring break just passed. You know, all three of us in here, we went to, uh, we went to universities um, in Virginia, Maryland, and uh, North Carolina. And, uh, you know, everybody Shaw, knows. Shaw University, right? Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. That's North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. 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 yeah, but you said. I said North Carolina. I thought you were named because my my school was Maryland. I thought you. Were I didn't go to Virginia. And I, I I it just clicked. <laughs> it just clicked. It just clicked. It just clicked. It just clicked. But, That's uh, why I ain't say nothing because it didn't necessarily sound like he was naming off school. Uh, no, I'm just saying in in in. But anyway, um, it was speaking of yo, hey, are you going out to Dreamville? Um, I doubt it. I don't know. If you go, let me know because I'm still debating on getting a ticket. My man won't go, but I just haven't decided. They not sold out. Mm-hmm. The general mission still available. Oh, okay. I know a couple people going. Word. All right. Well, yeah. let me know if y'all go. I- I'll fuck with y'all. Um, but anyway, um, spring break. You know, what I mean, everybody look forward to spring break in the spring semester of the mm-hmm. year. You know, you do your thing. I personally never really had no lit ass spring breaks because I was in a relationship. So we used to go, to, we used to do like little bullshit. Um, <laughs> I think I went on like a couple, like a cruise or something, like for mm-hmm. one more year, my friend. But oh, that's I never, cute. 
I never, <laughs> but I never did the, like the, the South Beach thing. Like I remember growing up, and you remember MTV Spring Break. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to oh, look yeah. at that jump when I was a kid. I was like, oh, I can't wait yeah, to do that. Wait, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. DMX used to perform, and Jay and fucking all the little Britain Spirit all them, and mm-hmm. be crowds of people showing their titties and going crazy. I thought that's what Spring Break was going to be as a kid. And then I got to college, and my Spring Break wasn't as lit. But I will say this past Spring Break season. It seemed as though spring break in Miami has come back with full and full force. There's been a lot of videos online of niggas wrecking and I seen girls going off and I just seen a lot, a lot of wild videos. And what the I, I heard a couple of people died out there, didn't Yeah, they? a girl a girl fell out the back of a car. She was like out hanging out the window saying like buy Miami or some oh, shit like wow. that. She fell out and got ran over by a car. Wow. Another girl got hit by a car. Um I don't, I don't know if it was right there on Collins or Ocean, but she got hit by a car. So it's just been a lot of wild shit. Man, I seen a big-ass brawl, like 20 on 20. I seen a videos of a dude hitting a girl. But that's what I wanted to talk about more more, more so. There was a video of a guy. Uh, the girl came up behind him, and she did hit him, yes. Yes, she hit him, smacked him in the face. And he turned around, and he punched her and knocked her out. Niggas pull out their phones and start recording and, and shit like that. And it was extremely disturbing. I feel like... Sometimes I find myself walking into like these Twitter videos and I don't really mean to watch them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because the caption don't even be nothing crazy. The caption never says, dude knocks out girl. It'd probably be be like Spring Break, Miami. Spring Break, Brawl, something like that. You know what I mean? And I turn around and see that shit. I'm like, bro, why did I just digest that, man? Like, I I hate seeing those type of videos. But the city of Miami put out, um, the mayor of Miami put out a video, uh, an email or a letter to all the residents in Miami basically saying, look, this shit got way too out of hand this mm-hmm. year. There's been too many people down this motherfucker. So they're vowing to like make some corrections going into next year. So I say all that to say, I just want to talk about spring break. Have y'all had any good, like good spring break stories? Like do y'all do anything college during spring break? Where y'all at? No, I unfortunately don't have any cool spring break stories to tell. One, largely in part two, due to the fact that, one, when you are a black college student for spring break, you normally work. <laughs> no bullshit. You normally have to Whatever work. Whatever that summer job was, you come home back to it? Yeah, that or I lived off campus mm-hmm. when, I, um, when I was at Shaw. So, I mean, I just had a regular schedule, like the rest of, you know, that. So, it's either one, I either had to work or two. Shaw A and two actually. Um Shaw's uh spring break was always like the week after everybody else's. Like mm-hmm. we had sp- we had spring break with high school students. So if we was never even pressed to do nothing or like go nowhere fun because I was late to the party. We was late to the party. All mm-hmm. that shit was over. So one time I went away for spring break one time. Well, but beyond like coming back home or whatever. I um I went home for spring break the year I crossed and we went to um Myrtle Beach <laughs> and that shit was so <laughs> fucking trash. It was the it was the most Myrtle Beach ratchet, yeah. And it was like so like so for one, like I said, this was after college spring break. Like we were there with with kids. Families and shit. And I'm a so I'm a junior in um college at the time. So I went with like a few of my line sisters and then like some of our saying, so some, uh, some other like alphas that had just crossed that year or crossed, crossed the year before. So, um, they kind of was like hooking up a little bit, but like, <laughs> I was kind of like on some, 
just don't fucking look at me. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> I'm pure. That's a, Yo, that's a mood, dog. So, like, I mean, like, going to sleep in, like, sweatpants. and You know what I mean? Right, like, right. The nigga ain't got no and I, and I want to say it was, like, we had, like, two suites or some shit like that. Like, two, like, apart. You know how you can rent, niggas like, them a little apartment. And low-key, I kind of miss that. Because a vacation now, nigga, I need my own space. No, absolutely. But back in the day, when it'd be, like, ten niggas to yes, a room. Like, low I, I kind of miss that little bit. I think it, I don't remember. I think it was kind of something, like, we had, we said we was going, so we got, like, one room. But it was, like, one little one bedroom apartment with like the little kitchenette and a pull out so it was like two two beds two queen beds and like a pull out or something like that that's crazy and then they suddenly decided that they wanted to tag in on our vacation i think that's what it was oh um so they was like sleeping on the floor and all that other type shit but then it was like yeah okay anyway i was like um this is my sleeping space at all times <laughs> Niggas know. Do don't not, look over this joke. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't lay here first, cause I will wake you the fuck up. <laughs> niggas used to niggas used to, like if I get to the spot first and fall asleep, I ain't, I'm gonna pretend yeah. like I can't. We no, yeah. I'm going wake your Somebody ass gonna up. Wake up. Right. Yeah. But um, and then it was kind of cold too. So cause our our spring break was in, yeah it was in like March, March everybody, is, but it was yeah. the end of March. And South Carolina ain't that far, like niggas. The, the and so it was like breezy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So that shit was like. Probably the worst spring break I ever had. I could have just went to work or something. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I ain't have, I didn't have any lit spring breaks for real, for real. Same. I, I would either work. Uh, my first year, I think I went back home and worked at the movie theater. Um, I, my sophomore year, I believe, I ended up going to Panama City Beach, Florida, mm-hmm. and you know, you hear all the wild stories, and you know, they had hella celebrities down there performing, artists, and different things like that, but. Just being down there, bro. People are dirty. People are mm-hmm. dirt. Like they wake yeah. up, they drink, yes. they sleep in their That's same it. mess. Yeah. And like they're lit. Yo, there was a what was it? The Coyote Ugly Bar. You know, yeah. the girls yeah. and they uh-huh. dancing. Yeah. Bro, I walk in the bar. There's hella bras just hung on oh, yeah, the on yeah. like the. There's a, there's, a, there's a joint in Austin. This shit kind of dope. It, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, but like it was just net. Like people were just Grind. in that joint oh, nasty. Hey, you but, walk in the joint, people making out. I'm like, all right, like that's because you go to like that Caucasian. You shit, go- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that typically don't what? happen in black parties. I'm, I'm just saying though, it's Panama City. Like it is, it's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't no uh, the only places that played like black music were like the clubs, right. and the clubs aren't open at like. 10 a.m. Right. You know what I mean? Right, 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 so right, right. the bars are open. And- but black people don't party like that, though. Nah, in Panama City, you do. No, but I mean, typ- typically speaking, a black, when when you see black vacations, they are hung the fuck over from the night before. Oh, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't get up until like 11 something, 12 something. They start drink. It's like let's get something to eat. Yeah, yeah. Then it's yeah. like into a type shit. I gotta go to the mall to get something. Right. Yeah. And then you and then at the mall you probably getting something to eat or you um pre gaming. Mm-hmm. And then it's oh, club time. See, I, black people don't never be pressed to go to the beach or like. See, and that's the thing. Right. I, it's different too because black people most of the time we drink hard liquor. You know, yeah. the white people they wake up and they just pop Throw a beer back yeah. and they just start and it is easier for them. But fucking fire bombs and shit. Yo, bro, I, <laughs> like it, it was it was just a mess. So I mean, it was cool. You know, you got the experience, but son, if I could do it all over again, I would just work. Yeah, to be honest. I yeah. also think that um, the idea of spring break skipped our generation mm. because like 
the generation before, and I, I don't mean generation is like, as in like the years. So like um, a couple years before, if I'm 31. My boyfriend is 33. The people that's like, thir- people that I know that's like 33, 34, they did spring break. Like he did spring break. Mm-hmm. Um, I Like my cousins, they did, they did Cancun. They did. Mexico, I mean, they Cancun. Cancun is, is Mexico. Mexico yeah. They did Cancun. They did Miami. Like, they definitely did spring break. Yeah. But when I was in school, which was that wave, like, right after them, we didn't give a fuck about spring break. And I think that was more so because we started doing CIAA. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So we had other shit to look forward to that, like, CIAA is right before spring break. When was Freaknik? You ever did you ever make it? The no, that's a the whole. The real jump diff- was like before. Yeah, like before. Oh, I, was, I, a- I, I never knew about it. But he's doing. A, I don't know if y'all saw, but Uncle Luke got on Instagram the other day, and he's doing a Freaknik concert that's coming up down. Like I just I heard all the stories Atlanta. about it. I just wondered. Freaknik would never survive this generation. Bro. Hell no. That Me Too uh-huh. shit and all that. It yeah. would no. It's you know, if you look at old videos of Freaknik. Nigga, son, video, son, yeah, like that shit is violent. That shit, yeah, bro. (laughs) That joint is real life sexual. That's real sexual assault in the middle of the street, and they was with it. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, Yeah. it was with it, niggas. I seen this video, bro. I think that was like a a culture for real. It was. That was really a culture. What is it? Yeah, hell yeah. Like that must. That's true misogyny. That Uncle Luke and Too Short um era of music and shit. Like that was a that was the culture. Listen to just listen to the lyrics, bro. The lyrics set the tone for the actions in the street. That yeah. was going off back then. Let me ask you. But that's what, and that's why I said I think that was like one era. Then that led into the spring break era. Yeah. And now it's like, like I said, we don't we wasn't so pressed to do spring break because we had other shit. We had mm-hmm. four day weekend shit. We got I mean regular three day weekend shit that we spend our time yeah. and money on. Mm-hmm. And like I said, CIAA is right before um spring break if you have a regular spring break or right. whatever. But mm-hmm. With now it's also we got music festivals. Yeah. So yeah. even though they in the summertime, it's like college college people aren't super pressed to do college things because they're so because it's so advanced. Yeah. They literally can go to Coachella. Bro, yeah. these hella <laughs> I mean, so did you ever festivals. did you ever go to AGP? Atlantic Greek? Picnic? Yeah, uh-huh. I went um I went twice. I went the year I crossed and the year after. I heard them And I want to actually, I've been, I think I probably went three times. I went the year across the year after, and maybe like 15 or something like that. Okay. 2015. How yeah. was that experience compared to like I spring like, break? Um, Well, that was way better than spring break because yeah. for one, the weather was nice. Oh, okay. But, um, and that's in the summertime? Yeah, it's in June. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think, I think it's a good, I thought it was a good experience because we all literally have something in common. Like we're all coming yeah. to a common ground for where spring break is like we all just out of so, school and it's mad niggas that didn't, that's not in school that's down in Miami during right. spring break weekend like, oh hell I see, yeah so I'm telling the video when I see them niggas rocking niggas was like man it's Riverdale shit I'm like yo them niggas live right in the street yeah. them niggas is not yeah, in school they, bro. they they they're not local. in school like niggas just from here or New York or Baltimore wherever they know that niggas is down in Miami heavy during this time period mm. so fuck it let's pull up our brand let's go down cause they, them niggas not in school mm. I guarantee that shit yeah but yeah, I feel like AGP was cool. You got to be Greek to it, be down. Yeah, yeah, you have to be Greek, yeah. Greek for one, and I felt like that was cool. Like you know, it was cool. Um, how and, did how did how did they verify that everybody's Greek? Um, so when you buy tickets, I think maybe you give them 
your number maybe like the your mm. number on like the membership card or maybe mm. not i honestly i don't remember mm-hmm. i don't i don't think that they did like a lot to verify mm. not that i, I was just rec- i was just asking yeah, yeah no yeah. not that i can rec- now that i can recall but it's really funny that you asked that because um i said the same thing saturday <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm gonna make it make sense it's normally <laughs> make it make sense i'm gonna make it make sense so no i was like i always be like the more elite some shit is or more secluded or more vip it is that should be easier to get into than some general population shit and i say that because like i said i don't remember how we verified we was uh greek but um get yeah, uh saturday i went to um the Toy Smith um charity basketball game or yeah. whatever. And my my homeboy was playing in the game, right? So he had our name, he put our name on the list. Like we didn't get tickets. He didn't leave tickets at Will Call, nothing like that. He put our name on the VIP list, right? So it's a completely separate interest and everything, right? So we, you know, I'm high, so I'm not overly paying attention. Yeah. Um, but I'm with two other people. So I'm like, um, so we go in through the the general admission entrance and they're like, we go to, we go through like all these metal detectors, then go through will call, trying to get these tickets or whatever, nothing. Right. So then finally a security officer is like, oh no, the VIP entrance is the other way. Right. So we have to go through a gate. Where was this at? Was that Morgan still? Um, at Royal Farms Arena. Okay. Yeah. So we, first you had to go through a gate, then you got to go down to another checkpoint and then you go to the door right and this is the vip entrance then you go to the door where it's like a little bitch ass metal detector that they barely <laughs> checking and um you're supposed to i guess not only at that door there's like a little admin office and then there's also somebody else nobody stopped us so y'all went through nobody, mad nobody we went through mad th- like they just opened the gate for us closed the gate behind us walked up said what we was looking for which was like the vip entrance he was like go that way stopped at the admin office he was like oh yeah go talk to the man at the table the man at the table was only checking bags he wasn't he was checking yeah. no name or nothing like now i saw the list at the gate and i saw the list again in the admin office but neither one of them was like i guess at that point mm-hmm. that, and i'm like yo we went through Fort Knox to get into general admission and then on some VIP Walks shit, split it right the fuck in. That's, I, I feel like that's how it is because even when I used to work security, general admission, they they TSA out this joint. Yes. They're wanding you down and everything. That VIP. Is. Bro, you can walk in there for Glock 9. For no, real. for real. Yeah, for real. And, but yeah. but real. to answer your question, how are they verified? Nobody verified. Mm. No, Ain't nobody verified shit. They ain't look at no ID. <laughs> they ain't ask no name. They ain't ask who, who we was with or nothing. Right. I could have went in that bitch and said, I'm with Cam, New- Cam Newton. Because that nigga was sitting right uh, in there. Yes, he's right over there. Oh, yeah, he's right over there. Yes, yeah, yeah, and I could have walked right up to Cam like, <laughs> What's good, my nigga? I told him I was with you, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's real. Shit. My man, my, one of my best friends I'm doing, though, that nigga is a king finesse. He's been on the show before. He's a king finesse, though. Everywhere we go, <laughs> this thing, we don't stand in line for shit. He walk up like, yeah, now we good. We VI, Whatever it is. And for some... Yo, that ass. We always do that shit. I always, always. tell people, no, the best good. thing you got to... The only thing you got to have is confidence. That's it. That's confidence it. will get you through life, That's bro. That's it. At the Fillmore, like, the, only, the only reason why I stood in line with y'all niggas is that when we went to Last Gris is just because niggas was in line. But right, Fillmore, nigga, I walk straight in that bitch every time. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> just walk straight <laughs> Because as, as long as you walk like you know what you're talking about, mm. there ain't nobody gonna question you. That's ain't nobody gonna question you. But yeah, now that, that was a good question. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what did you say? Huh? Yeah, what was what was we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about. 
Oh, we talking about spring break. break. Yeah, I was break. like, yo, how we going? Oh, AGP. Oh, AGP. AGP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I figured break. y'all would probably vet people out. Like if a nigga, if a nah, girl went facts. down that jump, well, yeah, they, AK, yeah, most of the time. Well, that was when that shit was uh, mad heavy on Twitter. Every time I turned around, I felt like they was exposing a perp. No, so, <laughs> you remember that? Like but, that era of like. Mad Greek thing. niggas just yeah. exposing perks. I remember in school they had the what's it the miyakas the yeah the, the niggas that men was the, uh, imitating AKA yeah. <laughs> Yo, I remember that shit. I never gave a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> hey, do you fam? Those, they had like I remember they used to have the little uh those are the little probates and shit for them. Yeah, niggas. they used to fuck it up, low key. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I remember that shit, dog. Shit. I wonder if they still around, yo. Shout out to the Miyakas. Yep, we see Miyakas. Y'all. <laughs> we see y'all, mm. niggas. Oh, man, that's oh, funny. Man. The only thing else I had left... Damn, we almost an hour in already. The only thing I had left was... um, and We never finished the college conversation that we had. If y'all want to, if y'all want to talk, I, jump on that. I do, but can I ask y'all a question real quick? Yeah. I wanted to ask during the, uh, the Cardi B stuff. It's not specifically about Cardi yeah. B, but it's more about rap. I was thinking about it this morning. You know, in this new age... You know, back in the day, well, you can still say anything on a rap song, right? Mm. But back in the day, there was more uh, misogynistic lyrics, right? Money, cash, hoes, yada, yada, this, that, yeah. and the third. Do you think society... I mean, honestly, if that's all a nigga know, that's all a nigga know. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> but do you think, how would you feel, I guess I guess this is what I'm trying to ask, how would you feel if there was a, a gay rapper and mm-hmm. in their lyrics, they were talking about like they had like gay lyrics, like a man saying like, "Oh, yep. like like so a younger man, like so so yeah, so like a yeah. so like a, I was listening to Biggie just playing right, mm-hmm. dreams or whatever, right? What if um, you know a homosexual rapper made a song like, like that yo, about I, yeah, I want to like, fuck Jay Z, like, yeah, 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 like like <laughs> no, nah, for, for real, like just I was thinking about like. What do you think about that? How how do you think it would go over in society? Uh, in now in twenty nineteen, yeah. Oh, I mean, it would cause a hell of a buzz. You know what I mean? I, I so so I don't know if y'all paying if y'all are paying attention or not, but I'm not. Frank Ocean has some homosexual lyrics in his in his songs. Oh yeah, I mean uh, yeah, yeah. And, but I'm saying like specifically naming people. What's, like, the, what's the first on the first album? What's the uh, with the actual album? Not the mixtapes. Yeah, um, Forrest Gump. Like Forrest yeah. Gump. Oh, you talking about like dropping names? Yeah, because I mean, you, I... you know how niggas be like, yo, oh, like, like, yo, yeah, I fuck I, Amaya type. I, I'd rather or... fuck RuPaul for I fuck the bitch yeah, from the like, So like, what if you said like, drop, but... I'd rather fuck, I'd rather fuck Dame Dash and the yeah, from the niggas you know from I mean? B2K. Like, like even Jay would be like, yo, I there's a hundred Monicas, but only one be like, just so you like, know how we like be like, yeah, Alexis Sky, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for for I think that should be fire. I ain't even gonna hold you. I feel like you know what I mean, like somebody being that risque and not willing to yeah, to stand up for they are. I think that should be super super fire. Um, you know, how, I, how do you think that they would hold it hold up in society though? Do you, do you, uh, what do you first think the all, response would be? First of all, the women would stand. Number one, mm. you know, what I mean, the the homosexual community would stand, and I feel like I. I try to believe that most black men, like most heterosexual black men, mm. aren't still like super homophobic they and are. all that kind of they thing. They are. And I, I know. I, know. I just try to give us the benefit of the doubt. But we don't buy music anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> nice. it doesn't fucking matter what we think. I, I think it would be dope if it was to happen. Um, you know, I'm all about inclusion. I'm all about everybody feeling accepted. So if, if a if a gay rapper was to come out and say he want to fuck whoever, hey, listen, man, put that shit on pen and hope the beat fire. Because <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> as long as the beat fire, you know what I'm saying, yeah. it'll be good. 
True. I, I think we'll, I think we'll hold up pretty well. Okay. I was it, it was something I was thinking about yeah. earlier because I, I was listening to the Biggie shit and I was like, dog, what if mm-hmm. what if a dude came on here and it just started, yo, yeah, I, I want to fuck Drake. I want yeah. like how would how would you think they would respond to to it as well? Uh now the rappers, that's a little that's a little yeah, different. Yeah, that's gonna be Yeah, that's gonna be a little different. I, I think they'll probably ignore try to pretend like like you're talking about like let's say for example, like let's say it was like a like a Quavo or something like yeah. that. Or I feel like certain rappers that respond like like if it was Boosie, we know Boosie homophobic <laughs> as hell. Boosie would probably say something. I don't know, yo. I feel like Boosie got a lot of emotion behind <laughs> no. homosexuality. No, I, 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 I've been on here to say. Especially to be a nigga that's like not that far removed from jail. And he did quite a bit in that bitch. No, we, we've been here. We've talked about this. Awfully... We, Close. Homophobic. Absolutely. He's, too, he's, he's awfully emotional yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. homosexuality. Yeah. It gets him riled up a little bit too much. A little much. too ain't. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. like, that's what good dick would do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boosie. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's so, a fact. No, that's a fact. Maybe he's a bad example, but let's just say somebody of his vein, right? Where them niggas are just too outspoken and too willing to say whatever, like they might respond. But I think the average average rapper probably would just ignore it. You know what I mean? And it's artistic at the end of the day. So if you're if you're a real rapper and you really value art, yo, salute that man. I'm not gonna fuck him. I don't care if he wants to fuck me or not. You know what I mean? If I'm not if I'm not gay or bisexual or whatever the case may be, like I'm not gonna fuck him. But if you want to fuck me and shit, I'm flattered. Is it okay to take offense to it though? If if someone says they want to fuck you, it's art. It's, it's art. For these same rappers that get on here and talk about all the bullshit we, that like they I don't. Said, no, I'm, I'm just. I feel even, like we're even not. If, even if they're not homosexual, honestly, we're not that far removed from it because Young Thug and all them niggas is like, "Hey, babe, yeah, 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 yeah. this is my lover." Yeah, we're yeah. really not. This is really not all mm. that hypothetical. That, uh, you're right. <laughs> it's, it, basically, you're saying it's coming. If we not, if it's if not, not already, already here, yeah. Because yeah. nigga. Young Thug is air quotation heterosexual, right. and he had. I'm pretty sure I could probably dig up a song of one of his songs from any one of his albums, and he's shouting out a nigga, and it could sound weird. Oh, absolutely. You even, know what I mean? Even old boy, what's what's the nigga from Tatiana? Uh, Blueface. Blueface. Blueface always be rapping my dick. Like I heard a whole song. He got a whole verse. Like I, now I got two dicks. Now I'm holding dick. Like he just talk. He just say wild, wild stuff. Right? We're right here. We yeah. We're here. It's so really not surprised. all that um hypothetical, like yeah, I said. Yeah. Like I said, I personally think it should be fire. I definitely would listen to it. I would love to see the names that get dropped who <laughs> wanna <laughs> You know what I mean? I, th- I think it'll be dope, but we're here. I'm I'm definitely here okay. for it. For okay. sure. Cool, 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 sure. cool. All right. I just that was just something that's, that's, I, yeah. I always just find it funny how like people who don't have anything to do with something that's going on. Why the fuck do you care so, so much? So bothered by like it. be so bothered by some shit that be so bothered by some shit that has nothing. Absolutely zero to do with them. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. why can't a nigga like another nigga and you just like the bitches that you like? And like, you, why? Why do you have to have an opinion about it if right. you don't like it? Who gives a and fuck? And the commentary is what bothers me. You like, you go out, you're going out of your way to make a comment or responding back to something that a whole other nigga is doing. Like, why right. does it bother? It don't you make you better or worse than anybody else just because he like somebody that's a male and you like somebody that that's. A female, like that doesn't make you right, superior. Right. You know what I mean? I think that shit is so weird. It'd be the ugly. Like, I, I watched the most feminine ass nigga beat the shit out of the most ma- masculine ass nigga and then go back to loving up on his boyfriend. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this, son. If, uh, if a gay nigga want to see me in the streets, bro, I'm not fighting that nigga. Because 
That nigga has been through some things that I ain't Listen, been through. Listen, he has like bo- bottled up energy absolutely. or something in him that he's lived a story if, that if I he's haven't, yeah. if he's grown up, you know, being ridiculed mm-hmm. or ostracized absolutely. or you know that nigga ready. He on ten, and I'm, I'm I ain't got the energy for that. I'm old. My it knees. takes an emotionally strong mm-hmm. person. I'm sure to go through that shit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. yeah. And I, I ain't got the energy for it, dog. My knees don't work the same way. My hands even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking with it. So cool. yeah, nah, nah. Like I said, I, I think it'll be fire. I absolutely mm-hmm. think it'll be fire. Cool. You know what I mean? Well, but get now nah, get back into it. And I know you, you we, we that was like a little tangent, but uh, yeah. you said you you wanted to talk more about college and well, and yeah. I just, I just wanted to finish up the conversation. Okay, we, we 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 talked about it briefly. We talked about the value of our education. You know, all of us in here. You know, we have our bachelors. I went back to school. I got my MBA. Um, so just looking back at it, just briefly, I want to talk about you know your college experience what you enjoy the most about college and mm. if that if that was worth the price that we all paid for. Hell no. Brio, your shoes are fire, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't even see you. No, them joints fire, bro. <laughs> okay. Just, thank you. They, the Air Maxes? Yeah, Air Max 2s. The 2s, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, them joints fire. Thank you. Um, Funny that you're asking this. I actually just had this conversation yesterday with my roommate. Mm-hmm. I would do it all over again. College to me, I went into college with the mindset of Making it, making my college experience like it is portrayed in the, in the movies. Okay, right. I wanted, I I wanted all the parties, all of the like the drama, all the relationship, like all of it. I think I got it. I think you would. I think you put yourself in position to have it. I, <laughs> no, no, seriously, because he he went to like a D one, yeah, PWI, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he definitely put himself okay. in position to have that authentic, like genuine. Yeah. What I see on movies, what I see in yeah. TV, college, college yeah. experience. It was wild, bro. Mm-hmm. It, but it was fun. I do it all over again. Uh, we were. <laughs> but wait, didn't you have a scholarship? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, not, not a full not a full ride though. Not a full ride. Shit, it's not enough. a full ride. Whatever you had was enough. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you had was enough to say you mm. would do it all over so, again. I, but the, the cool thing was is um as I as I was going along, the I what I didn't know is every year I got more money because mm-hmm. being in a business school, you just apply for like, you know, little scholarships mm-hmm. within that school. Mm-hmm. And there weren't too many people applying for the scholarships. And I hear that all the one of my homegirls, she uh she went to Fayetteville State mm-hmm. and she told me she graduated when she graduated, she got a bill in the mail. Mm-hmm. She owed uh I don't want to misquote her. I think she said it was like eleven cents. But she worked in the scholarship office or whatever mm-hmm. financial aid office. So she would get privy to all the scholarships that niggas wasn't applying Yo, for. Yo, So she was applying to all them jokes. And she said she went to school for a grand total of like 11 cents or something like Yo, that. Yo, people, those, all those little scholarships, after, I was hip after my freshman year. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you go into school and you're thinking, all right, the only scholarship that I can get is the, 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 the pres, uh, prestigious ones from the school. I didn't get those. So all throughout my time then, I'm writing essays. Yeah. I'm doing like little charity work here and there. You get linked up with all those charities, they'll throw you 500, 300, son. That, that, that adds up, right? You know what I mean? So by the time I became a senior, I had about six or seven scholarships that covered my tuition, bro. And I was good because, you know, in the business school, you you write like, that's how it got me to Brazil. I wrote a um like a two-page paper mm-hmm. and then they, they read that joint. They were like, all right, we're going to pay for you to go to Brazil. All I had so, to do was pay for, I think, my flight, if that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It, it was it was cool. You took advantage of the opportunities that were presented themselves. Bro, there's so yeah. much money out here. I All... think that's the difference between Me where too. he went and where <laughs> nah, I went. No, but look, I should have. No, but we did inquire like all the time about scholarships and resources and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I just feel they like we didn't have. As plus, I went to a private school, mm-hmm. but we just 
Like, I definitely looked around. And I agree. I, I do feel like I could have did a little bit more to find more resources. Mm. But, like, the inquiries that we made, the essays that we wrote, yeah. you know what I mean? Or even just the lack of resources that we had on campus. Mm. I Did y'all have a career center? Like a... Kind of, but not really. Okay. Because it definitely... Me being me having a technical degree, mm. I lacked way even more resources than people yeah, who yeah. studied biology or or English or even political science. Mm. Like nobody was there to help you with fucking computer science. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then even because at first my you were major, a major, yeah, first oh, my first my major was shit. <laughs> <laughs> first my at first my that's major a, that's was not math a weird flex though. What? Yeah, I know. Um, oh, but yeah. then I just got tired of taking math classes. Yo, he's like, like the cool geek, like the cool. Yeah, my sister's a I'm just, I'm just gonna go with what I was good at, and yeah. I was good at math in high school, and I was like, fucking, I'm just going because I was good at it in high school. I might as well just finish. Yeah. I'm a technical thinker though, mm. um, because I like to tech, I like to think forward and backwards, and math is literally the only sub that, the you can subject that you can do it in. Yeah, mm. um, or accounting. Well, that's math. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um. Like I just like math because it's always it's always an answer. Like if I ask you why in math, you can all you can man, literally explain to look, me why. I don't why know, man, because when I was in calculus and they introduced e as a number, oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, fuck well, that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's but not like, for me if no I ask you why about why did the World War Two happen, it's gonna be like this, like white people. Well, okay. but, <laughs> but yeah, but it's like that, yeah. it's like after a while, it's like we wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so now we just going off word of mouth. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's like and, and, you know and, what I mean. And, and like every we just, country has a different story why they joined, oh, like, or why oh, something happened. But like yeah, yeah. in mm. every country, math is the same. Right. Like two plus two is always four, no matter mm. what country you fucking in. So. That's a fact. Mm. But that's real. I mean, beyond that, um, would you change your major if you? did college over again nah i wouldn't have. um i when i when i when i first went to school i was undecided and then they pressure you to to go in a major and <laughs> Facts. i i Facts. did i was pressured into international relations for one semester because they made it seem like i would be able to travel all around the world and shit like that and then i realized that that shit was international politics and i was uh. like oh hell no <laughs> so then that's when i switched it to math and then i just got tired of looking at math classes but even even when um, my major was just math um, and I was getting like into like the real math classes, nobody like the math center, like the um, tutor center, mm. that shit didn't go past like calculus. And I'm like far from calculus. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so even in math, it was like we had to depend on each other to kind of help us out. And then I didn't switch into I didn't switch to computer science until junior year. So I have a minor in math because clearly okay. I was done. You took credits, yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, I didn't switch into uh, computer science until my junior year, and we didn't have no resources. Like yeah, you was I lucky to still have somebody that graduated from there that was a computer science major. And still lived in the area mm-hmm. that could like kind of help you out if you didn't if nobody in the class knew what the fuck right. you know what I mean. But I still don't understand one thing about computer science. I took the little bullshit. Uh, I, I have a degree also in information systems, mm-hmm. which is like computer science for dummies. You're, you're a dumb major? Uh, yeah, dual degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, they introduced mm-hmm. us to like low level coding, like VB, <laughs> and VBA, com- and I was like, yeah, nah. Information systems is everything computer science is without the math, which is mm, crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like 
at least at Shaw, because we only had two, we only had computer information systems and we had computer science. And I was so disappointed in everybody that took computer information systems because you get so further with a computer science degree, yeah. but you just have to take way more math classes. So everybody that's CIS are, is only CIS because they didn't want, they were like, no, I fucking hate Son, math. that math, like, bro. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big lift because, look, I remember... So most of my information systems classes were trash. Like they were OD hard. Mm-hmm. I remember I had to program. I had to do programming for like my visual basic class. Yeah. So it literally everybody went to the lab together mm-hmm. and like and everybody, yeah, shit. like yeah. everybody had yeah. to say shit, change, you know, a couple of lines here and there, but no Yo, one knew what the fuck they were doing. I bro. had a math class, dog, that was so fucking hard that it was a literally two of us enrolled in in, in it. Like, see, from the beginning, nah. it was only two of us enrolled in it. That's how I know it. you smart, smart. And... <laughs> <laughs> you look on the joint, but you register for class. Yo, and it's just me it's and just one 25 other 25 seats, 23 available. Yes, dead ass. And it was... And the t- the profession was, was Chinese as fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, strong Excellent. accent. And mm. this is a math class that's, like, mostly letters and, like, barely any numbers. That's what I'm saying. I so can't like, do that, man. He was so, like... I ain't gonna lie, because I think we needed it to only be two of us in that shit because it was so hard. Yeah. But we tried to like finesse at times and be like, and then we would like text each other like you going because I ain't know him before that. But then you know, obviously you get yeah, facts. So I would text him like you going to class. He would be like, no. So we would agree not to go to class. So we would cancel class for ourselves. Mm. We would still get an absent on the That's um. Crazy. Instead of it being like class is canceled, it would just be like, yeah, so y'all missed class and class, we still, I still had class, but y'all missed it. So like this counts against like the class that you missed. And he would Man. be like, yeah, so now the class is behind. Nigga, the class is right this, here. This, this is the class. This is, what you mean we behind? Catch us up. Did y'all, did, did y'all have like a database where they like rated teachers? Oh yeah, rate my professor. Oh, okay. Yeah, we no, we didn't. We had like an hour you and Everybody D. had Ray Prof- my professor though. Well, we had like a, what what they call oh, it? Like, like a third party website. National Jump. Oh, right yeah. Oh, we had like, I don't think we was hit. We had like a third party site. Y'all where, had Juicy Campus? I know it's random as hit. No, but yeah. we did have like this local paper that cost a dollar mm-hmm. that uh, had everybody mug shots on the front of it. So people would get it and like <laughs> circulate it around the campus and be like, yo, you saw such you and such mug shot. Yeah. Remember when he got in that fight Friday at the club? Funny. That nigga got booked. Look at his mug yeah, shot. Yeah, funny. that was like the most. Oh, I mean, yeah. and then we also had like people that like had pictures of like giving head and shit that were like, they would hang up in like dorms and <laughs> oh, shit like yeah. that. That's yeah, wild. But, you know, like shit. I had, I had, yo, speaking of math experiences, bro, I will never forget Calc 1. I took Honest Calculus 1, and um, that was the last math class I should have taken mm-hmm. because my teacher, it was this really smart guy. I, he had like five names. It was like Escobar. What? Escobar Lopez, something, something else. Like, but something, something else. I, we, I, remember, I remember him Yo, as, something, something else is crazy. That's the name of the episode. It got to be Pablo something, Escobar, something, something, something else. else. Yo, so I, I just, I remember him calling him Escobar Lopez because, yo, this class. That's it. Es- that's Escobar Lopez. Something, this something class else. was so hard, yo. I've never felt, dude, like, for real, for real, it hurt my feelings. Mm. I've never felt so dumb in my life. I never passed. The first, the only exam I passed was the first one. I got an 81. It was the second highest grade in the class. The first, the highest grade in the class was my roommate, little Korean dude. Mm-hmm. He had the 95. So I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm good. I'm about to, you know, just study with him the whole time. Bruh, that class was so fucking hard, man. Like, and then he got into 
E to the nth power and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yo, I stopped going to class. I ain't go to class for like two and a half months. Yeah, That's- I know I be on nerd shit when we when I'm around people who celebrate Pi Day. Uh, nah, yeah, fuck yeah, that, though. Yeah. just did that joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, it yeah, yeah, it's March 14th. Yeah, three, oh, three, one, four. Yeah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> and, like, they be hyped for pie. Like, at my old job, they would have, like, an assortment of pie, and we would just have pie in the pie. kitchen oh, all yeah. day just because of pie day. Pie day. Yeah. Hell no, that's bro. Cute. That's how I knew, right. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I knew I was, like, on some nerdy shit. That's funny. <laughs> nah, that class, that was the first and last time I actually took an exam, didn't write anything on the paper, and just turned it Word. in. I was like, yeah, I might as well just not be here. Yeah. And looking back, I, I would That's definitely how I felt do it about again. History. Like, I think going to college for me, man, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. Like, because, you know. Me neither. Growing up. No one knew. I, I had no College idea. was just, like, the go-to choice. It, it, yeah. And Guess I, that's well, what everybody doing. High school does not prepare you for college. Hell no. They make you take all these dumbass classes. And college don't, don't prepare you for, for real life. life. No. You just grow facts. up in that bitch. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> like, especially me, I didn't have a choice. Like, my parents tell me, if I'm a child, my parents say, I ain't coming to America for you to just be average. Like, you have to do something. And that included going, like, I was, they didn't go, my mom, growing up, my mom went to school, but she always went on and off. So she never finished school till I got out of school. Right. She to my mom, yo, she actually about to graduate with her master's um, in July. So I'm very, very excited for her. She uh, she graduated with her master's in social work. She graduated with her bachelor's from UDC in two, in, uh, maybe like 2013, 2014. So then she just kept going back and she about to finish her master's. But when I was a kid, my dad, he uh, he actually got his bachelor's here in America. He graduated like a couple years before I graduated from high school. So they had no choice. Growing yeah. up, he was like, nah, you're going to college, period. Um, but I wasn't going to. When I first, when I was about to graduate, I was actually thinking about, oh shit. Damn. Bitcoin? My, my bad. <laughs> my bad, guys. I, um, I was thinking about going to the Navy for real because me and my pops had the Me too. I was, was going to the Air Force. Or, yeah, we mm-hmm. wasn't getting long. I was like, man, fuck this nigga. Yo. I'm about to go join the military. And I'm glad I didn't because I, I couldn't do it. But anyway, with that being said, um, all my friends, we all went to VCU. Like, we went from my high school. We was like 40 deep at VCU. And the reason why I ended up going to VCU is because... um. Well, because my my closest friends went, like Abdul went, you know, was my best friend. So I went with him. But I got into ODU's engineering program and I didn't get into VCU's engineering program. So I went to VCU undecided. So <clears throat> went. I'm glad you didn't go to ODU. Facts. Son, go, <laughs> looking Facts. back at life, bro, I swear to God, like VCU was the absolute school for me because it's like, it was hella white, but it was hella black at the same time. Yeah. It was very I know hip. a lot of niggas Mad that went niggas to went to VCU. Yeah. Very, very hip, very artsy. Like, it's my lane. Like, yeah. the, the uh, school the, embodies at, me. Yeah. Most of the people from my high school went to, well, a lot of people from my high school yeah. went to VCU because I went to a... a uh, art, uh, art, art school, school. yeah, mm-hmm. like that's just the like you go on campus. I never forget. So my man, my one of my best friends at the time, my man Cam, shout out you to still Cam. ain't taste this either. You ain't fucking yeah, he slick. It. He got taste like that. Nah, I, I, no, I you got, got them fucking got, arms out. I you got, got a taste. I got basketball game. <laughs> I know. Later. So you take gotta a taste sip. It. You be alright. You be alright. So like I said, mm-hmm. one of my uh, friends, my man at the time, it's uh, Peach. Yeah. It's Peach wine. They think I just cut off best with this fucking scully. I don't know where this thing going. I ain't gonna hold this. confuse me, but I I ain't want to say nothing. I ain't even want to say <laughs> It's been blowing me this whole time. This nigga look Jamaican. <laughs> Only Jamaican niggas wear shit like that. And you don't even have one basketball shoe, so I'm really not even convinced. You, you, can't, you can't walk around with your basketball shoes out in the street because it messes up the I know, the, the but track you track. also have one athletic wear, so like... I, you just walk just You walk in to walk in, you know what I mean? It's just a Anyway, back to the story. Um, We went to do a college visit with my man, Mom. She, went to, she went to VCU. Exactly. You just take a sip. And uh, and I was sold. I went on campus. The campus in the middle of the city. It was lit. It was so much activity going on. You all right? That's sweet. And but it's like strong. It was like right? strong at the yeah. same time. Yeah. yeah. 
Damn, dog. What the, why you buy this shit? <laughs> she convinced me. The uh, the lady at the joint, she was like, yeah, we got a, a peach wine. We take the sugar out. We put brandy and we age it in cognac bottles. So, a cognac I mean, barrel. it has a, a cool story. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I sip on that joint. Go ahead. Anyway, I decided to go. And I fell in love with the school from day one. Um, so, like I said, I was trying to get into the engineering program, but I didn't end up getting into it. Well, I never actually applied to try to get into the VCU engineering program. <laughs> what, I was went, your, what was your major? I, so, I graduated with uh, Homeland Security Emergency Management as my... Okay. Oh. And then I did a minor in Human Resource Management. Hmm. Um, so, I took math like 131, 141. Yeah, hey, I was terrible at math, dog. That's funny. I was I, terrible when I was under, at math. When I was undecided, I took like the first math or whatever, and I was breezing through that shit. Mm. Like, everybody was just like, B.O., let me see your paper. And I was just like, hand that shit back. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, like to the point where I was like, hand, me, your, pa- I was like, hand me your paper. Hand me your paper real quick. Cause I was just like knocking them joints out. Mm-hmm. Equations and all that goofy well, ass shit. Me. I was just like knocking that shit out. Not me. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get through the math shit. And that's when I was like, so there was a point after my, my first semester of school, I was ready to drop. I was like, man, I can't do this shit no more. And then I was like, you know what? Let me take a step back and let me really start thinking about what I wanted to do. So that's how I ended up switching my major. And that's how I met one of my other best friends, my man, my man, Tori. Um, so the rest of my college career was dope, man. I took a, re- a lot of really good classes. I met a lot of really good people, but more importantly, it, the four years gave me time to find myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the most valuable things about college. Yes, the, the, it is high. Yes, you know, we spend a lot of money. We got to pay a lot back. But it, it allows you a four years to be around, not necessarily To grow up a little bit. It's that transitional period between, between yeah, being a teenager it, it, and being an adult. It buys you time. And then yeah. more importantly, it puts you around other people that... I'm not saying that everybody we went to school with was, you know, the best, pe- the best people in the world, right? right? But you know, if you're in college, we're all trying to get towards the same thing. Niggas ain't going to college and say, I'm here for a semester and leaving. Like, it exposed you to life, but you still got this Some cushion because are. you don't got real responsibility. So, you I, like- I, I don't think that a nigga went into college thinking I'm only going to be here for a semester and leaving. Like, mm-hmm. I think that the average student says, okay, I'm here, I'm going to graduate at some point. Maybe not the four years, but I'm going to graduate at some point. So it puts you around other people that are not necessarily like-minded, but like-minded. We're all here trying to strive towards one common goal. So it, it increases like your networking potential. Yeah. Like I'm It's a, another reason why I feel like sometimes <clears throat> that I get it when you um, like have to go to college first to be in the NBA or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like that shit should be all around the board, like on some baseball and NFL type shit. Because it's like, Yo, these niggas that be well, going yeah, you, straight from straight from high school, you're yeah. 18, 19. 18, yeah. And it's like, it's like, you're not ready to play in a game full of like niggas that's like 28 to like Grown 40. Out, yeah. yeah. In the NFL, you gotta you gotta play two, two years, years in college. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, and then what? you're physically just not ready but yeah, for it. Right. Baseball, you know, they don't they they'll take you from overseas. Son, exactly. 16. They are exactly. fucking 16 years yeah. old. Soccer, yeah. them niggas be playing their whole 10, entire 10, lives. Yeah. 13 mm-hmm. years old, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, it, and the same thing with us, like, I couldn't imagine. I, think about my job right now, right? There's no way I could do that at 18 years old. Even if I had the skill set, mentally, I'm not, prepared, I'm not prepared for that. I'm not prepared to deal with 40, 50-year-old niggas that's ex-military and talk to people right. in certain type right. of ways. Like, right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not able to navigate the, the, the landscape between having, like, uh, you know, a supervisor that's a super micromanager or somebody mm-hmm. that's, that calls you, you know, that emails you 1 o'clock in the morning for shit. Like, right. you're not mentally prepared for that at 18 years old. So that four years allowed me to grow up and then the years after that, obviously, I kept continuing to mature. But all in all, I would never, I would not trade my college experience for nothing. I don't give a fuck how much that shit costs, my nigga. I mean, either even if your college costs twenty, thirty thousand dollars, you are gonna be paying for that shit for a while. I would, yeah. I would change, my, I would change my college experience. I but 
I would be more responsible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, would, I would look for more money, yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I would, I would be yeah. more responsible. But everything, the most important thing in college to me, and I, this gets into your point, Geechee, was the pregame. I, <laughs> no, I did this. I learned everything that I'm doing now mm-hmm. from pregaming, networking, yeah. um, put, hosting events. Learn how to talk to women. Learn how to talk to hosting women. Hosting was most important. Bruh, like, yeah, yeah. like just, just general. Like understanding stakeholders, yeah. you know how, how to manage how the those. crews work exactly yeah, 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 yeah. from the pregames, bro. Like that's, that's it. That's it. You know, I didn't start pregaming until um after I joined. I joined my sorority. So for real? I feel yeah, yeah. I didn't because then before that I never really pregame. I guess I feel I, like I, I feel like you'd be on your my, your own shit. You'd be like not back then. I wasn't as okay. much as I am now, but like. I feel like I can't recall when we pregame. I guess it was like light shit. Like, no, I mean, I had roommates and we would like drink a little bit, but it wasn't like we would drink as we were getting ready. It wasn't like we were ready and then mm, we started drinking together in the house. Like we would drink as we were getting ready. But oh, okay. I feel like it wasn't until literally after I crossed, we would meet at like an Alpha's house or like one of the older Alpha's house and then pregame there and then go out or something mm, like that. Mm. I didn't pregame that often. And then, most a lot of the times, if I if we pregame or I went or if we went to somebody's house, that's where we was at for the night. Like mm. until like that was where the party was at. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold I you. I can't man. recall pregaming that often. My my apartment, my little well, we didn't have an apartment. We had a duplex on South Campus. That joint was pregame central. Oh yeah, like, no hell no, like, not at my house. Junior <laughs> junior <laughs> senior year, uh, 2012, 2013. Yo, the twenty twelve was the year for real for real. Twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, man. Shit. What year you graduated college? 2013, oh. December. Um, yo, dog, man. Pre-games every other weekend. And especially, most of the time, the pre-games were louder than the actual parties. Which Real, was why oh, that was we always fun. Yeah, yeah. We, which was why most of the time, we would just be at a house party and not... Yeah. 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 Now, man, yo, shout out to the Bird Twins, dog. The fucking VCU motherfucking legends, dog. Thirsty <laughs> Thursdays was the freshman year was the best fucking time. Every Thursday we used to go to the Bird Twins houses, and that's where all the girls was. That's where all the crews <laughs> met up. Great fucking times, dog. I I be going through my Facebook every once in a while, and I see so many pictures, and I look at the background. I'm like, oh, that's the Bird House. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was so many fucking memories, dog. Niggas used to be in the. We used to find niggas in the tub, past <laughs> like just so many wild. Yo, in college, yo, you could drink so much. I can't drink like that no more, Nigga. man. In college, you can put it back, son. Like day after day after day, wake up and be good. Now, bro, nah, my man. My pancreas hurt just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, nah, for real. But and back in back in the day, I used to drink um gin all the time. I used to always I can't drink. stand the I smell hate of that. that shit now, oh my god! But like Seagram's, nigga. Oh my god! Then they had the Seagram's black. You couldn't Son. tell me shit. All Son. I drank was gin. One of my mans drank that shit. I know he listened to this shit. I always tell him that he shit. He still drink it. Yes, god bless that him. shit is mm. trash. It smells nasty. Every time I smell that one, I throw up. That shit is trash. Immediately. Yeah, I never forget when um when Wawa first started having like them little hand spun milkshake or smoothies when you, oh, you yeah, when you yeah, take yeah. it out like the little blue refrigerator mm-hmm. and you do it yourself or whatever. I was going to this was like right before because I took the semester off before I, I didn't go straight to college. So that semester. I was going over my homegirl house every weekend and we was like, I would buy like a dozen or half a dozen rolls from um Golden Corral and I would go over there. Yo, <laughs> Golden Corral got the rolls, man. And then I would like, we would, cause she lived like right by Wawa. 
Then I would like I would I would grab a um one of them smoothies and then go over there and get drunk on off gin. I remember one day she had made some spaghetti. So I was eating I was eating the spaghetti or whatever. I had the um like the smoothie. I was getting fucked up on gin. I started like throwing up like I was foaming at the mouth. Oh, but shit. I was it was foam only from the milkshake that I had. <laughs> <laughs> but they was like but then it was also red because I had spaghetti. Yeah. So they was like on some like, let's call the police. And I'm like, hyper bit. I'm like, <laughs> like dry heaping, trying to tell them like, no, don't call it. Like, I'm right, telling I'm you good. why it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the milkshake and the spaghetti or whatever. But that, I think that was like the last time I had gin. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's nah, true. dog. Nah, but... I, that probably was the last time I had um them rolls too. For, the, the golden, golden I think I was world. just sworn off everything I had. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, the pregame was the most important thing because that's how you met like so many people. You know that that's that's no, how I, nothing like being in the pregame. You hit like two or three jumpsters in the room, but you you, you got like navigate <laughs> through that shit. That's pressure, my nigga. And you learn early how to do it, so that when you get older, you can navigate through those spaces, man. Yeah, I definitely was in a little house party, and my old roommate was in there with both of the niggas that she fucked with. Yeah, and, then, and one, they both was like in the in the living room or whatever, and she was like, "Shit, I'm about to just go to the room." I was like, "You know, no." Yeah. That's a that's a horrible learn. idea because if whoever see you go to the room first, he's they gonna, gonna stand follow, up and follow you. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, Absolutely. and then you, and then you, I was like, girl, you are dumb. Yeah, you got you learn. I was early like, you better take your ass it. in the kitchen with a lot of niggas in there, and, and that was what she else. did exactly. And Absolutely. she was like, then it was like when um she started getting hit, like, where you at? I'm like, yeah, see how I saved your ass? Yeah, that's <laughs> how you, you learn early. You know what I mean? College definitely teaches you a lot of lessons, life lessons in general. But all in all, it sounds like, you know, only thing that we probably change in here is how we went through the getting money for school. Yeah, yeah. 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 It definitely worked. Nah, pregame's a, a necessary, man. Absolutely. Should they necessary right now? That's, As adults, too, man. I also would have put uh, more effort into actually going to college. Like, mm. I only applied to one school and then the only expense. Yeah. Like, but I didn't apply to no schools for real. Like I would have put more, I would have did more research to see. I would have really sat down and thought about what kind of experience I was looking for. And then like did research on the actual school, on the schools and, um, and and you know, just would have put more effort behind where I attended and, how I was being funded as opposed to just being like, fuck it, I'm going to just go pull up and figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will say, man, my little sister, when she was, you know, she's a sophomore in school now, but I will say when she was going into school, um, she, all her uh, college applications, she got them jobs for free. Like she was talking, she was getting connected she with like used her. The, the common app? I don't know what she did, but I well, I do know what she did. She told me that she would talk to a counselor, and you know they had like a lot of schools are a lot of like right. vouchers and shit right. like that. Yeah. So she was getting them jumps and like get, you know getting the school right. to pretty much pay for a college application. That's so what's up. you know she got into a bunch of schools. She ended up going to Old Dominion. Um, actually, she's home now, but uh, yeah, she got all them shits like uh, uh paid for. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I well, I mean, I ain't really apply for school either, but the ones that I did apply for, I don't think I paid. Um, mm-hmm. Word. That's so yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I ain't gonna hold y'all, man. You look sleepy. Uh-huh. Yeah, you do look sleepy. I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. Y'all got any uh PMBs for the week? Yeah, I would just like to be like this is actually a part of my bullshit because Uh-oh. um your life be so fucking hard just when you think like you you like you you are, got it figured like, out. Yeah, like yeah. personal life is cool, financially I'm all right. But now it's like 
the shit that's like I'm starting to see people talk about like the shisey shit behind work or whatever. Mm. And like to make a long story short, it's like it's it's a case of like me being a new person on a project mm. right in the midst of like fucking turmoil low-key. Low like this a program is being upgraded or a software should I say is being upgraded and I am the I am now the administrator for the for the for the software. And so, of course, I'm like the first line of defense if anything goes wrong. And the software is being upgraded. And they only upgraded one half of it. And it's a very prevalent um, piece of software to people for people to do their job. And it's like, on some government shit, it's too many hands in the pot. But it's one thing. Like, I feel like one person should be responsible for the upgrade. And that's the person who has the passwords and just like access to everything you need. Servers all the infrastructure, like everything or whatever. But when you dealing with the, the government, you got to fuck with the vendor, the, the whoever is the administrator. You got to fuck with who is responsible for this server and this server. So because I'm the first line of defense and I'm the new person, the person that's transitioned out of the position is still getting the emails about like it not working and it's not working. And now I feel like, their first introduction to me being the the new administration the new administrator is um you know Brittany is working the troubleshooting and it's like no the fuck I'm not like right, I'm right, just right. here you know what I mean and it's not her fault but it's like it's like she could still reword the shit the emails because she'll get emails from like customers who are trying to access a certain part on the software and that part of the software is down and it's like she is so done with the position that it's easy for, for you to just be like, um, I'm sorry that you're having this issue or whatever, but our new administrator, Brittany, is working to troubleshoot it has been, or has been working diligently to fix it. And it's like, that's not a way to introduce me to people. You know right. what I mean? Cause especially because I'm not working to fix it. Like, I'm literally just the middleman between the vendor and, like, the IT person or whatever. So that shit is so fucking frustrating. But I've realized that, you know, after this shit is all fixed and stuff like that, I'm going to send out a mass email to everybody, to everybody that I know um, is like works in this software or whatever and just introduce myself and like be on some like. Starting over. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm going to introduce myself properly as opposed to that being a way for people to just see my name for the first time. Like it's already tainted, but it's like. If I just keep my composure and I, you know what I mean? And, and then send out an email after everything is, is back running like it's supposed to. I'm going to just thank people for their patience and shit like that. But I'm like, yo, that shit, especially because it's like, I get my email to my phone. So like earlier this morning, I'm like reading the email. Like I have 11 a.m. meeting, like what's good? Am I going to be able to do it or not? And I'm like, let me just, and this is a forwarded email from the girl right. who is only just saying Brittany is working to troubleshoot it. And I'm like, why does this have to be harder than it, <laughs> it be, really yeah. needs to be? Yeah, no, I, yeah, man, you know, like we were talking about this earlier, man. Like, I, I definitely, uh, you know, feel for you because it is, it's a fucked up position because at the end of the day, unfortunately, you can't really speak up about it. Yeah, because then it's gonna make the whole team look bad. Like, right. if you respond back, like, well, I ain't responsible for this. Right, it makes everybody look bad, yeah. and that's not what you're aiming to like, do. Like, y'all don't even fucking know what y'all doing. Know, yeah, yeah. On top of that, you don't know the background story right. about what we're dealing with between you and the person that's exactly. currently holding position. So. You know, I will say, I think reintroducing yourself 
at large when this whole situation is set. I right. think that's a great, great approach. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's very responsible. I think ultimately too, like people like to hear the new folks on their team and you know where they come from, or like what your what skill set you might have, or right. whatever the case may be. So I think that's a great idea. Um, it's just unfortunate that sometimes people are so easy to throw people under the bus. Of course, you know I, that happened to me earlier. That's I was, weak people, man. I, I was I had a meeting earlier uh, with my client, not earlier today, but earlier this week with one of my clients and. I talk about my team leader all the time. Like this thing complete, completely threw me under the bus, and I was on. I he was hot. I, call, I called into the meeting, so he I wasn't was even. Hot. I wasn't even in person. Mm. He threw me yeah. under the bus over the phone, right? And you know, like I put my phone on mute, and I'm like, "Yo, I can't believe this thing did that." And my teammate texted me. He was like, "Yo, bro, why did he just do that?" Son, my man, the, 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 the new white boy on my team. Yeah. Yeah. He texted me he's like, "Why? Why would he do that to you?" I said, "Man, listen, Yo, I'm used to it." Geechee sent me a message. It was like. <laughs> I was scared for your team lead because you know he he's always on a hundred. So he was like, "Yo, <laughs> my team lead just just threw me under the bus. Be right back." And I was like, "Yo, like what does be right back yeah. mean? Like what are you about to do?" So nah, yeah. because we had a team. So one of the uh, one of the uh, girls on my team, uh, I say girl, one woman on my team. She's a black woman in particular. She's not really on my team per se, but she's part of the function that mm-hmm. we work. So it was just me and her. When I would say it's a only, I'm no, I'm literally the only black person mm-hmm. on my team, but she's part of right. my team yeah. essentially. Anyway, she's leaving, so they had a, a going away lunch mm-hmm. for her. I totally forgot about it. So after the call, when I had hit him, I'm like, oh shit, I got this team meeting. I'm about to go holler at this nigga because I wasn't gonna go. I was like, nah, I'm I'm gonna holler at this nigga about what he just did. So I get dressed and I go to the meeting. At God working mysterious ways, bro. We went to uh, Ted's Bulletin, mm-hmm. and the food was late. Everything just came out so late that mm-hmm. the lunch was supposed to go from like to like one thirty. Mm-hmm. We stayed in that joint until like about two. Uh, so as soon as the lunch was over, he had to roll into another meeting, and I I just came back to the house because I was working remote that day. Right. But I planned on talking to him afterwards, and I feel like at that point moment, I probably would have been real real hot about it because it's just fucked up to do in front of my, our clients. Right. But God working in a way where it's like, you know what? God looking out for we you. We not going to talk about this right now. So I have a check-in with him coming right. up this week. So I'll talk to him and I'll address it then. But if I would have done it right in that moment, right, I already know. Right. That, that, my, that be right back would have been, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting fired. So, okay, <laughs> I'm sitting right across from him at the lunch. And I'm just looking at this man like, dog, you have no clue what <laughs> right. I would do to you. Like, right. he just works me. Like, he angers me yeah, that much. And yeah. it's dangerous. It's, like, it's almost to the point now where it's like, bro, you need to leave the project that you want. Because now you get air- agitated Like, by just stuff. by looking at that nigga. Look, and you, yeah. and you you know this nigga a big stare, so he. He's, so I'm he's, at this man like, <laughs> but so anyway, like I said, I wasn't able to talk to him afterwards. Um, but I will talk to him this week about it. One thing I will say: this is my final words on this man. Not every leader is meant to lead. Not not every person. Just is a leader. because you ha- yeah. you're in a leadership position does not mean that you are a leader. Facts. And that's just where. That's just the yeah. honest truth. I say that all the time. There are a lot of leaders who are, there are a lot of people in positions of leadership who are great employees. They're great followers and right. they get promoted because of their good work. But when but they get to that leadership position, they're not, they can't do it. And it, it's reserved for only a few people. Absolutely. I do have a PMB, not necessarily negative or anything, but I I, I do just want to say like over the course, you know, just going along and going out and just experiencing new things. One thing about DC that I'm noticing is that there's a lot of corny niggas around this joint. And I say that because, as you know, when I was younger, you know, going out on dates and, and doing different things like that was, you know, you, you just ask them to go to a restaurant and different things. But I'm learning a lot more about women than I think a lot more men should have already understood 
at my age if you know or, or older or whatever so recently you know i'm figuring out now that there's a lot of men in dc who just don't understand proper etiquette right they they don't it's just simple things like saying hello you know or holding the door for 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 a person for a woman and um i, I had this conversation with a, a young lady the other day and I was telling her how a lot of people, we're in this progressive society where everybody's quote unquote equal, right? But I don't believe I don't believe that everyone truly believes what they're saying. Mm. Um, because my understanding is that I'll, I'll always tell you, I don't like to call my girlfriend, my girlfriend. Like I, I always make it a point just in general to call the person by their name, right? Because that to me shows you that you're equal. I'm not going to say, oh, you've done this because you're a woman. Mm -hmm. I think it's more empowering just to say in general, no, you've done this because you're Brio or you've done this because you're Renee, right? Mm -hmm. Because then it, it, it takes away those labels and those categories. Me, I try to stride away from that because I, I really do think that society plays a significant role in trying to compare people and, and put them in boxes and, and categorize them as such. And to be honest, even though we live in a progressive society, I don't believe that we actually truly live out our progressive stances. Like I, I still see a lot of men refer to women as as women, mm. like like empower them, call them by their name. Right. Don't just say, oh, you know, she she's only doing that because she's a woman. Like, I, I if 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 we're having a, a constructive conversation and then that is a significant role, then that's fine. Like we had earlier. But I just I just hate to see it when, you know, people are out at clubs and they're like, oh, you know, she's just getting a lot of attention because she's a woman or this, that and the third. It, it's kind of played out to me. And I really just I, I, I really want to challenge more people to call people by their name rather than you know, by, hey, you're a black man or you're a black woman or you're a woman or you're a man or, you know, you're gay, you're straight. Like, nah, just mm -hmm. empower that person. Truly treat them as equal because it's it's a different stance. And when I said this to the young lady, I was out on a date with her. She was like, she she wasn't used to it. She was like, wow, you know, different. And I was like, nah, that's, I have to treat you as that because if not, you wouldn't, I wouldn't see you as my equal, mm. if that makes sense. But yeah, that's my take on it. That's just something I wanted to. That's a, good, that's, a, that's a good part of my bullshit. Yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation, y'all. You know what I mean? Like I said, I look forward to seeing y'all every fucking week. What we, we, I know we talked about uh, doing a lunch or a happy hour this week. So I let y'all niggas know I'm available Wednesday. I'm available Thursday. If we do Thursday, drinks on me. I'm, I'm available you know I mean? Thursday. Sounds like sounds like Thursday it is. Oh. All right. Y'all set it up. <laughs> set it up. Let me know where y'all want to go. That's my basketball game. What got, time's your game? I think I got a game at 730. Oh, not real going to be in bed. Let me let right. me check. <laughs> That's her best. It's, it's play. Right. I would skip, but it's playoffs. So oh, all right. Well, yeah. Maybe uh, they don't need you anyway. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll, 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 we'll work on the day offline. Just just know I got y'all this week. You know what I'm right, saying? Facts, facts. I got you payday Friday. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, shit, my money always good. Like, I'm, I'm oh, okay. Yeah, Big shit. rich over yeah, here. I, I've been traveling my whole life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got. I always got money. I ain't never broke. Hey, <laughs> but anyway, what's fucking true? What's the vibe of the day, babe? What we going on to? Who got the vibe? I had the vibe last week. I think bro, it's like the baby something. Oh yeah, let's go with the baby. 
best friend. The baby best friend on that the nigga been blowing album. up. He has man. He's been all over Twitter. I said, you know what? I know somebody blowing up when the women start talking about him. I seen so many girls retweeting him like, oh, he's so fine. He just I said, oh, he on the way. I ain't saying all that. I, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying I see it a she lot. Of, <laughs> I see it a lot Relax. of girls. I see somebody say, but look how short he is. They they have they's a picture of him like standing by Come a door. On, it's fucked up, but the shit was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. So the baby best friend. We're gonna play it. episode 57. We're out. We'll see. Hey, I didn't get back in my bag. Bye. I just been stacking my chips. I'm trying to roll up while I drive. I'm going to end up crashing the wheel. Hey. She like to cut up when she ride. Right. We going to end up having some kids. Uh. I'm going to end up spazzing again. I fucked the once and I had her again. Yeah. And my shit so hard when I freestyle. Don't need to have in the pen. I live it, I don't need to write it. <laughs> yeah, so don't even try it. I'm having to drink on the plane. Play. I sit at the front like the pilot. Uh. I know that the hoe that she made. I'm fucking run up a mile. Ha. She keep trying to suck on the dick. Why? I drip like a motherfucking style. Nah, I just got a DM from your best friend And you mad, I know, yeah You mad, I know, yeah I just got a DM from your best friend And you mad, I know, yeah You mad, I know, yeah I just got a DM from your best friend And you mad, I know, yeah You mad, I know, yeah I just got a DM from your best friend And you mad, I know, yeah You mad, I know, yeah Ha! I can see that you motherfuckers mad. mad. My bitch bad, whip bad. I'm in my mother bag. Hey. Bitch, I'm a dog off the leash. Brrr. I need a motherfucking muscle. Oof. She tried to play hard to get, ha. but I figured it out like a puzzle. Yeah. She get all the bread from her dad. Yeah. She get all the ass from her mother. Her hair so good it made me love her. Huh? Her hair so good it made me love her. Yeah. I had to say that shit two times. Yeah. She blow up my phone, get a new line. Brrr. I'm charging the O for the dick. Ew. She can't use a motherfucking coupon. Uh. Oh. And I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah, you mad, I know, yeah. I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah, you mad, I know, yeah. I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah, you mad, I know, yeah. I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah, you mad, I know, yeah. I know you mad as hell. What? My bitch, she bad as well. The lamb ain't got a new smell. The money is old and stale. I spent 150 on a necklace. Yeah, I fuck yeah. around, crush the whole Bentley. How you rich, but the bank count empty. She want a little bit of Fendi. She want some dick in the bag, too. She bad, my ticket to Cancun. They mad, it's nothing I can't do. The baby got bitches, they coming through. Your nigga got riches, I caught the coup. My neck so sick, I need some soup. My bitch, she rich, get money, too. She left me, then I would be mad, too. And I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah. You mad, I know, yeah. I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah, you mad, I know, yeah. I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah, you mad, I know, yeah. I just got a DM from your best friend. And you mad, I know, yeah, you mad, I know, yeah.